0: Welcome again to the Metal Blade Podcast, and we have an awesome double shot for you today. First off with James from Bison, B.C., and then we'll be joined later by Brian Fair from Overcast. And uh, when you're sitting there surfing the net, as always, stop by our virtual crib at myspace.com slash Records. All right, uh, now with us is James from Bison, B.C., one of the newest additions to the Metal Blade family here, and their new album Quiet Earth is in stores now. Uh, what's happening, James?
1: Uh, We're just hanging out in Toronto, waiting to uh, uh, brave the uh, wintry plains of Canada back to Vancouver.
0: Nice. (laughs) I bet you, is it, like, extremely cold up there?
1: Um, Well, you know, being from the West Coast, I'm I'm used to a different kind of cold. I think it's really cold here, but it's probably (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) Well, we're sitting here in Southern California, and it's probably somewhere about 75 degrees. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh man, I wish.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, again. Quiet Earth is in stores now. Go pick it up when you get the chance. Uh, so start off with the sort of Cliff Notes version of uh, Bison BC's background, and then uh, end it with what you guys have uh, currently been up to.
1: Cliff Notes version.
0: Yes. Are you familiar um, with Cliff Notes?
1: Started. We started at the end of 2006. Um. You know the usual story certain bands end new bands begin um, my my old my old skate thrash band had had come to a close, and I was uh, itching to write some m- new material so I decided I wanted it to be a little heavier, a little slower uh, a little more uh, a little more depth and contrast and whatnot and uh searched through the uh the dingy underbelly of vancouver and found three totally righteous dudes to (laughs) join up with and uh we uh made you know made made some tunes recorded earthbound our first album um yeah and then the rest is history
0: (laughs) all right um you, like uh, pretty much like ninety nine percent of all bands, you guys uh, seem to enjoy the life of the road. Uh, where and when are you guys uh, touring next, and with who?
1: Um, well, currently we're just starting a Canadian tour with Priestess. Um, we've been doing uh, we've been through the states with with a, 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 doing a bunch of shows with a bunch of sort of different bands. We were playing some shows with three did a couple of sh- shows with The Sword and High on Fire and stuff. We even got to play with uh, Sisters of Mercy.
0: And yes, how was that?
1: Which was, you know, I mean, it it, it struck me as a little odd. And, uh, you know, upon further investigation, it turns out that the, the dudes in Sisters of Mercy really like uh, metal. And they don't like other kind of, like, industrial goth bands opening for them. So... Their, the band that they were on tour with, and I don't even know what what band that was, couldn't play their Buffalo show, and they had heard uh, uh, Quiet Earth and they quite liked it. Nice so, uh,
0: Poach in an opening spot, I love it.
1: Yeah, it was, it, <laughs> and the and I was kind of worried about the crowd, you know, because you know we got some we got some gloomy shit in our songs, man, but it's uh, you know it's it's a different kind of gloom, you know, a little <laughs> bit more like punch you in the face gloom rather than poetry you stare at a black wall gloom but they <laughs> they dug it man like we had like like some real goths you know i'm talking like full-on eyeliner trench coats um they were they were digging it so it was a lot of fun <laughs> and sisters of mercy were totally into it too
0: well that that's awesome i, I was just going to say like you know i always love bands that are able to play with anyone i mean you seem to be a band that could just open for almost anyone under the umbrella of metal or even rock or yeah, industrial, I, goth, whatever.
1: I, I, I totally agree with that. And because we also got a chance to open for the dwarves, too, which was also
0: very weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you played with, with bands like, uh, like like you said, Three and, and The Sword and like Genghis Tron and Cancer yeah. Bats and um, just... It's nice. It's nice to see like such a universal band, and I'm I'm actually very glad to have a band like you guys on Metal Blade. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm I'm excited about that too because I really enjoy like when I go see live music, like I don't really necessarily want to go and see, you know, a, a bill of basically the same band playing the whole night. I like the, the variety, and I think that, you know, under the umbrella of sort of aggressive music or or heavy music, you know, all kinds of those genres fit together. You know, I mean people. People want to bang their heads. Whether it's you know, <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know, subgenres of metal that there is a million of. You know. So, yeah.
0: Do you have any bands that you would ideally like to tour with someday? I mean, we're talking anything. You know, this is this is the fantasy questions. Okay, so Metallica on down to someone who's maybe sold like fifty copies of their record.
1: <laughs> but that's uh, well, you know, I really want to go on tour with uh, this band, Children.
0: Oh, uh, yes okay. I've heard me of him and
1: the guitar player we were in a band together before, and uh i you know uh, he's he's actually one of my favorite guitar players, Johnny Olson, so I really sort of uh you know i admire his his uh his his guitar playing a lot and he's a good dude, so I'd really like to go on tour with those guys awesome. you know i want to. you know I'm, i mean I'm interested in my you know hanging out with my friends and people that i you know truly respect and admire you know so
0: yeah there's nothing better than touring with a band that you actually want to watch every night i'm assuming yeah exactly
1: <laughs> and you know priest priestess is turning out to be that band too like they're a they're totally radical dudes they're awesome and their their live performance is really exciting
0: I love I love your West Coast lingo. I, I'm a California native, and you know, during the course of this, you're like uh, righteous and <laughs> and totally. <laughs> I'm digging it. Hey man, Here's
1: California of the North. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, well, my my favorite song on the record, uh, Quiet Earth, is Wendigo Part One: Quest for Fire. Oh. Um, but I was wondering, like, who or what is a Wendigo?
1: Um, Wendigo is part of a. Um, uh, a, a native myth. Um, I'm I'm not sure if it's just indigenous people of Canada, or if, I am not not sure if it extends into the indigenous people of of uh, the U.S. Or, or not. But the Wendigo is a spirit that takes over your you know takes over your soul and it turns you into this sort of uh, flesh eating um, uh, possessed being. So, uh, and the more human flesh you consume, the more powerful you become.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so
1: it's pretty badass, you know, but it, but that song, you know, it's also like, you know, we can get in some uh, fucking metaphor here, man. It's like corruption of the soul is what it is. You know, <laughs> I'm into it, I'm into it. <laughs> monster, you know, it's much more than just fantastical things. It's, you know, it's corruption of the soul. So, there you go.
0: <laughs> All right. I thought it was. I thought it might have been some girl at some point. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this is way one, cooler.
1: <laughs> no songs about girls.
0: Awesome, awesome. <laughs> you should. Uh, you should probably stick to that. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely.
0: <laughs> All right. So my coworker Vince here in the Metal Blade office, mm-hmm. uh, he's always talking about this bison burger he had one time at the Heartland Brewery in New York City, and uh, he said it was amazing. And I've wondered if you have, you guys have uh, ever tried one, or would that kind of be like. I don't know Somewhat of a Not really But somewhat of a Cannibalistic thing <laughs>
1: Um actually Well yeah For sure Um uh, it, It's It's uh It's a lot leaner Than uh, Than like uh, nor, uh Beef I guess Or whatever Interesting Delicious. I recommend it. I highly recommend it
0: Awesome <laughs> Alright I have a couple of uh, A couple of funny questions For you So uh, uh The holidays are coming Yes right. And uh I want to know What you're gonna ask Santa for Oh,
1: my God.
0: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> uh, depends on who Santa is. I want Quiet Earth to come out on vinyl. That's my Christmas wish. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. So I'm going to ask uh, Santa for uh, Quiet Earth on vinyl. I'm also going to ask Santa for a 1976 uh, Gibson Explorer guitar.
0: Nice. What does what that retail for, you think?
1: Oh, you'd probably find one for a couple grand. Oh, okay. Get banged up a bit, you know? <laughs> I don't need nothing uh, pristine. I just...
0: <laughs> well, you want one that's broken in, too. You yeah, know? <laughs>
1: exactly. You know, it's got to have uh, some soul in it already, right?
0: Exactly. Got some miles on it, got some yeah. love, you know? Yeah, around the block. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, then. Uh, I, I would ask Santa, I think I'm going to ask him for a 1979 Red Ferrari, which oh. has been my dream car since I was, I, I can remember anything, probably since I was about five or four. I'll,
1: I'm going <laughs> to amend my answer one one little bit. I'll also ask Santa for a guitar-shaped pool.
0: <laughs> Ooh, you know, I don't know if you've ever uh, heard about this, but Vinnie Paul has a, Crown Royal, a, bo- a pool shaped in the bottle of, of Crown Royal.
1: Oh, that is... <laughs> Makes so
0: much sense. Exactly. If it
1: wasn't just shaped in his own penis, or something. <laughs>
0: now, would... if it was only filled with Crown Royal, that's a different yeah. story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You just see people yeah. sitting around the pool with straws. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Oh wow. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, hey, along along those lines, uh, does Bison, BC, have a uh, a beer or liquor of choice? Um.
1: Well, you know, this whole trip, we've been in different parts of America and different parts of Canada, and. You know, they all have their, their beer that's, you know, specific to their, their areas and stuff. And, you know, I mean, at the whole time, I was missing old-style pilsners from Vancouver.
0: Say that again. What was it?
1: it, it they're called uh, Old-Style Pilsner. Gotcha. It's specific to British Columbia. And it's the best beer in the world. Um, the can is like this uh, crazy montage of, like, bunny rabbits and deer and like nature scenes and it's all done in rasta colors it's really bizarre nice (laughs) awesome and um when we did a bunch of shows with three i guess they had just come down from a show in vancouver and they were unloading one night and we we were just shooting the shit and i looked past um uh, one of the dudes and i noticed They've got a fucking case of this stuff in their trailer. <laughs> oh, man. I just lo- and We were in the middle of, oh, we were in, like, some weird-ass place in Cal... Uh, Victorville, I think, or some weird-ass place. And I was like, man, you guys have a case of old-style Pilsner in your trailer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes we don't drink our beer and we have to take it with us. <laughs> really? That's weird. But whatever. <laughs> so by by the time we hit Colorado with them... They gave it to us, because every time I was like, so how's that old-style Pilsner holding up? <laughs> <So> <laughs> they just, we're like sick of me talking about it, and they just gave it to me.
0: To show awesome. It. Did it have like a glowing uh, golden light coming off of it when they handed it to you? And it did it ever. Oh, like, I'm sure.
1: Tasted good, even butt-ass warm, you know, it still tastes delicious.
0: That's, that, that's That's when you know you found a good one. I know. You know when even Picket even if it's been sitting in a trailer, you and, yeah. know, and, and you know, probably ninety um, degrees. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? If you have any final words out to the masses, uh, now is the time.
1: Out to the masses. Um, yes. Any anybody that's ever ever helped us out in any way, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, and we look forward to playing in front of every single person on the planet one day.
0: And, dr- and drinking Old Style Pilsner with them, and drinking. <laughs> and one
1: day Old Style Pilsner will be available across <laughs> the globe.
0: Alrighty, righty. Again, uh, Quiet Earth is in stores now. And uh, thanks so much, James, for uh, joining us today. And we will talk oh, to Jim. you soon. Have fun. All right. We're going to check out a track uh, called Dark Towers from Bison, B.C.'s Quiet Earth. Enjoy. Rootbound Apollo from Overcast release on Metal Blade titled "Reborn to Kill Again," and we are joined now by Brian Fair, singer of Overcast. And uh, yes, in case you are wondering, this is the same Brian Fair that also sings for uh, Shadows Fall. Maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> How's it going, dude? You doing good? Yeah, doing very good. Doing very good. 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 Uh, make sure to check these dudes out at myspace.com/overcastrocks. Uh, so you guys are, uh, back, uh, kind of, I guess? Uh, kind of, I mean,
2: yeah, <laughs> I kind of. You know, we're back as much as we possibly can be. Uh, between, you know, Mike D's a little bit busy with that band Killswitch Engage. You know, they're always doing stuff that gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Shadows Fall makes me go back to work every now and then. So, uh, but when we can fit it an in between and, uh, you know, Scott and, uh, um, Pete both have young kids, too, so it's kind of tough to get everyone on the road. But, uh, whenever we can play shows, we play shows. We're going to be playing some, uh, next week and any free time we get we end up playing something somewhere.
0: Gotcha. Does it feel good to kind of go back to this stuff after so long?
2: Ah, oh, totally man. We <laughs> we all grew up together like we've all known each other since, you know, middle school and earlier. So it's just kind of like getting back together with your buddies, you know, drinking a couple beers, playing some some old school hardcore metal and just, you know, enjoying it. The shows are total throwbacks as well, you know. We're seeing dudes we haven't seen in years and a lot of people come out of mosh retirement to come hang out of the overcast set <laughs> nice. it's a good time <laughs>
0: all right so for the record um just to anyone that's yeah. new to overcast tell us just give us a brief like who was and is now in the band and and what band you guys went on to do after that and i figure we get this out of the way now to avoid confusion for the rest of this podcast <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll give you the
2: long uh you know family tree i guess uh overcast started with uh in 90, 1990 or so, uh, me and Mike D uh, met through skateboarding and just kind of started jamming on some songs that he had from like an older like hardcore band he was in before. And then uh, we kind of recruited uh, our drummer, Jay, who was playing with me in a small punk band. And then uh, Pete was really the only kind of metalhead, thrash metal dude in town. so And he happened to play guitar, so that worked out great. Because he was the only guy we were going to find with a nuclear assault shirt, you know? So he, he had to be in the <laughs> nice. band. And then... Uh, <laughs> For, for a few years, our friend Sean Rounds played lead guitar. He was kind of like the shredder dude in town. Uh, but he ended up leaving the band kind of early on, probably like after a couple years. And that's when Scotty McCoo came along from uh, the great hardcore band Dive out of Boston. And uh, we were together for, I don't know, a good eight, nine years or so. Put out some 7 Inches, a couple CDs. And then when we split, um, I ended up joining up with uh, Shadows Fall, a band we'd taken on their first tour. And you know I've known since they started. So it was kind of like an easy transition for me. And then Mike started jamming with uh, Adam, who was an Aftershock, and that ended up becoming Kill Switch Engage. So. And then Pete, our guitar player, went on to join Jesse, who was the original singer for Kill Switch Engage, in a band called Seamless. So I, everyone's you know kind of been in a band with someone else at some point. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> it gets kind of confusing. There's a chart, I think, somewhere that makes it a little more no, you know, man, clear. No, y- man,
0: you've got to do a flow chart, because the flow chart <laughs> is making a comeback. Totally, exactly. I'm Over trying to make have chart. it make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, honestly, like, how long did it take for the idea of re-recording these tracks on the new record to, for it to actually come to fruition? I mean, I can't imagine, like, with everyone's schedules that it was easy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of tough, but it worked out really well where um, us and Killswitch were sort of on similar uh, tour schedules for a little while, you know, where we seemed to be at home at the same time, so that really gave me and Mike a chance to... To jam, but it really all started with the first reunion show for the Metal Fest, because we got together to play. and We're like, "Wow, we're way better than we were back then." You know, <laughs> like, we had all been become better musicians and been on touring for a while, so it sounded so tight, and the songs had so much energy that that's really what kind of started the idea. uh... We thought about remixing and remastering some of the old records, but it was really it, it was tough because those were recorded just really primitive style, you know, and we didn't know what we were doing on really small budget. So we figured. Let's just bring them into the future and, you know, kind of get in the studio and redo them.
0: Okay, and and so Reborn to Kill Again is 11 re-recorded tracks and then two new ones, correct?
2: Yeah, well, sort of new. I mean, they're 10 years old new songs.
0: (laughs) 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 All good? It's all good.
2: Yeah, like most of the songs have been on, you know, either out of print seven inches, a few were on CD releases. And a lot of the songs had also kind of changed through the years as we played them live. And we wanted to reflect a lot of those kind of changes that... That had become part of the songs for probably longer than the recorded versions had been around, you know? Yeah. And then the two newer songs, we never had a chance to record, you know? They were just ones that were written towards the end of the band before we broke up, so it was great to finally get those, like, on tape, you know?
0: Yeah, gotcha. I mean, and, and spe- you know, speaking of live dates, um, you guys did a few, I think, oh gosh, a few months ago, but um, was it refreshing to, like, kind of do smaller shows again for a bit, or do you miss, like, the big stage?
2: Oh, I love club shows. I mean, you know, and it's it's something that the Shadows Fall still plays small local shows all the time, and I just love playing those places—no barricade, no nothing. You know? Exactly. And it was <laughs> a
0: little
2: flashback though, like because we were out with this band Dissolved from Poughkeepsie, who we had played with, you know, like in the early '90s, and, and it was just was such a time warp. You know, it was great. So, uh, but uh, we're really looking forward. We're doing some dates with the Red Court, so it'd be cool to go out with a you know like a newer band as well. And then we're doing a, a show with VO for their reunion in New York, too, which should be amazing.
0: Oh, awesome. Yep. Um, another thing I want to know is, um, how's the reaction been since the album came out, Like, and since you've done those live dates? You know, one thing I have to imagine is, like, you might get the occasional young Shadows Fall or Switch fan who maybe thinks this is a new side project. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's, there's probably a little confusion for some younger kids who may not have known that the band had existed before. Uh, but, yeah, it's kind of cool that those kids are coming out, though. Just, you know, a lot of the... Uh, the Kill switch and Shadows Fall fans who may not have caught Overcast around the first time now get a chance to check it out. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they figured out that it is. That it's it's kind of weird because it, it seems like a new project because the record just came out. But, it's you know, these songs have been around a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these kids were probably even born. You know, that's what's scary. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting old now.
0: <laughs> but it's good to do stuff like this to kind of, you know, bring yourself back to the old days and kind of refresh your, you know, spirit of metal. I don't know. I kind of...
2: Totally. It really <laughs> does feel good to go back and play, like, you know, just get in a van again and kind of go on tour. Also, the only thing that kind of screwed us up is we were used to doing everything so DIY and everything was such a small scale that when we first recorded the record, we totally forgot about all the paperwork and red tape we were going to run into, you know, <laughs> between everyone being signed to different deals. We were like, oh, it's Overcast. We'll bang out some songs, you know, put it out, no big deal, you know. like." <laughs> Two oh, years no. later, we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We forgot about the lawyers and the managers and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I was just psyched when Metal Blade finally came along, and we finally actually got to see the light of day. So,
0: well, it's good you didn't let the man get you down, at least.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of the shelf for a little while, but at least, we, you know, the man couldn't keep us from putting it out.
0: You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, in case there's folks out there listening going, you know, well, what does it all mean? So, I'll ask you, what what does it all mean? Like, you know, you put out this album, did some live dates, you're doing some more, you know, on on that note, what's what's in the future? Are you just going to play it by ear? Are you plan on doing Yeah, we're stuff, really gonna, just going to
2: kind of take it as it comes cuz right now we're really enjoying it. Uh, we're enjoying playing the shows. Uh we're psyched at the records out and, you know, kind of getting songs back uh in front of a lot of people who never heard them as well as, you know, kind of new versions for people who follow the band for years. And as far as what happens next, we don't really know. Uh, we're not opposed to, you know, possibly trying to do short tours if, if scheduling's work and things like that. Uh, there's, you know, been a little bit of talk about new material, but honestly it would have to be an overcast song. You know, there would just have to be that, like, kind of inherent feeling and, and just it couldn't just be like a new song we wrote. It would have to be an overcast song. And I, I just don't know if we could do it, you know. Right. We might be mm-hmm. able to. I just don't know if, that, if you could recapture that again, you know. So we'll see. But we're not opposed to, definitely something we've talked about gotcha
0: all right well uh we'll wrap this up here any final words out to the masses
2: just that I, i'm amazed that overcast survived as long as it did you know we were a small little band that kind of you know just did its own thing back in the day and figured it would just kind of disappear into history so we're really just psyched that people cared enough to uh kind of make to help us make this happen so and, and we couldn't be happier
0: All right. Well, good luck uh, on your dates. Good luck with Shadows Fall in the future, and uh, thanks for joining us here today. Remember to uh, check out Overcast Reborn to Kill Again in stores now. Thanks, Brian, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Indeed. Thanks again.